Welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez. And today, got two games to talk about. And uh, <laughs> the movies or whatever. Uh, I don't really... Uh, nothing really happened all that much. Except I did pick up a movie from Best Buy because it went on sale. And I've been... A little bit curious about it, but more so than that, one of my friends has been curious about it, and I really wanted to share my digital copy of said movie with them. The movie in question is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's Bodies times the triple. And I've, I'm mildly interested in it because I've heard good things, and Lee Pace is in it from Pushing Daisies, and the fall along with guardians of the galaxy i guess he's also in halt and catch fire which is one of the best tv shows i've ever watched and it's a shame that is not available on blu-ray in its entirety just the first season but that is a fantastic show with one of the best last seasons ever very 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 good show i was surprised by it i don't think the first season did all that much for me I feel like the first season was more, I don't know, I think maybe it felt like it was trying to wink, wink, nudge its way to victory. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Shut up, me. But I, when I got home and checked my, my copy of, the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies on 4K UHD, lip cover included, which was the problem. I I, I, I peeled off the slip cover. I didn't peel it off. You know, that's not how you, I took it off. Face off. Slip cover off. Uh, uh, when I took it off, I noticed that the cellophane or whatever the hell it is covering it was a little bit uh, opened right in the, the part where you would open the case in that, that middle bit and I thought to myself well this isn't how it's supposed to be I've never seen this before I wonder could it possibly have been done so that somebody could have stolen the digital copy from it? No, that couldn't have happened. Nobody would do that. That's never happened to me before. I've never purchased something brand new where I opened it and the digital copy was removed prior by potentially an employee or a customer. Nah, I don't have to worry about that. So I open it and what do you know? No digital copy inside. Fuck me, but more so fuck my friend who I was going to give the code to. So I have yet, because I'm recording this wee early in the morning on Tuesday. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. Yeah, that's when this, this episode comes out. I've yet to contact customer support, so that's going to be fun. Uh, dealing with online, I should be able to do a return proper, but if I went to the store, I don't. I don't know if they would take that argument because I mean, it's my word against theirs. I could just be trying to get a second digital copy to sell or do whatever I want with. But it was very, very, very 
frustrating and annoying to to see that and just a reminder that so many people in this world suck ass and things suck because i don't i don't if it was just me i wouldn't care i don't care about digital copies i've never once redeemed a digital copy in my life because i don't want them and i have no use for them but i like these days when i get something brand new and not off of ebay or, or whatever a big reason for why i do it is so that i can share the code with my friend especially when i know it's a movie they're interested in and they're not quite sure if they want to blind buy it themselves or whatnot so i was excited oh this is on sale people are charging people are trying to fucking sell that movie on ebay for ridiculous prices like it's out of print and unavailable anywhere i'll never understand that mentality i'm assuming that the way such an ebay market thrives because that also happens with certain things like right stuff exclusive anime i'm assuming it's because there are people who either don't like a specific retailer so they may have decided to boycott best buy for whatever reason and currently best buy is the only place that sells bodies 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 in 4k i think there is a release plan for the future which removes the blu-ray and is just going to have a, a uhd disc i'm not entirely sure and no one really is so at the moment that is the only way to get it if you are someone who's chosen not to purchase anything from Best Buy to, to give them your business, how else are you going to get it? Then eBay. So people can feed off of that. Or maybe people have some other nefarious things or they do something with gift cards or whatever. And it's like, huh? I can't get a gift card this way for right stuff. So... I'm going to get my right stuff stuff from eBay. <sighs> I, you know, I guess more power to the sellers if they're able to dupe someone or if someone is willing to be duped or spend more money to not shop at this store or that store. I, I won't do it, but, you know, fucking whatever, man. Whatever, man. That, that was a, a an adventure. And I'm continuing my Plex journey of ripping TV shows, which I fucking hate. It's so stupid, it makes no gosh darn sense. I'm currently doing Smallville. And this the thing that pisses me off about TV shows is that they so often, the, the way the fucking discs are managed, the way they're structured, they're so rarely in order, the episodes, uh, when you rip the files, the video files. There's not even a consistency to the inconsistency. On, or for Smallville, with the first, the second season, because the first season was a little, maybe more okay. The second season, you have the first disc, which I believe has a commentary track for one of the episodes. So it goes like two episodes in one order and then four in the in uh, the other order and then you have your separate video file that has the commentary track uh, on it then the second disc all the video files are in the exact 
episode order. And I was like, oh man, this is probably going to be the way the rest of the, the discs are because there are no more commentary tracks. And then the third disc, it works along those lines. Every episode is in order, except for the last two, which are reverse order. Why? Who fucking knows? But it just makes it so that I can't just... I just want to freaking... I, I want to be able to do these things faster instead of going to... Because I'm not gonna, it's faster to just, if a show is streaming, to just go to the, the platform and play the first few seconds, then find the video that has those first few seconds and label it so and so season 02, episode 03, 13, 18, whatever. It's just super annoying. And. I'm not looking forward to having to do Smallville, or not Smallville, because that's the one I just did. But I'm through the first two seasons now, and I have eight more to go, which is not going to be fun. But when I eventually get to Supernatural, that's going to be the, the worst of them all. I'm not looking forward to that. And it's 324 episodes or whatever it is, and 18 seasons, 16 seasons, some crazy-ass shit. I also was looking some more at NASA's. Is that what they call NASA's? Not NASA, I ain't going to space. But I could use more space. That's why they're called NASA's. You know, NASA, go to space. NASA's, more space. I need more space. But, uh, fuck, Jesus Christ. This podcast, this show. Oh my God, I'm sweating, man. Uh, but, I believe it, NAS, all capitals. And then you put a little, you put a little baby S after it and you get NASA's, right? I hate, I hate, I hate S's that follow S's that aren't just like Loch Ness. So you have two S's or a mess, which this is what this podcast is. But Angie, this is a fucking question for you since you're the person who recommended that, that one a while back with the four docks, whatever, or bays, whatever they're called in there. That one, I'm pretty sure has a limitation of, or a cap of 16 terabytes per external hard drive. The one I have, because I bought it prior to you recommending a system of that ilk, is 18 terabytes. Am I just fucked? Are they all? Is that just the going way? And it's gonna be hard or expensive to get one that takes larger than 16 terabyte drives in which case I'm just even more annoyed by everything because it's just frustrating and then I'll just do two drives and have one that is the dedicated anime drive and then this hard drive will be the live action shit and we'll just movie and TV show shit because I'm going to put anime stuff still on there but oh god I look forward to the day whenever thing is ripped and I never have to worry about or think about any of this business ever again because with the, the, the TV shows I'm making sure that I document everything so that in case anything happens and I have to redo a show for whatever reason I have the information and I don't have to deal with this tedium in the future but speaking of tedium uh, I was watching some re-watching some movies and stuff to see if they had any chance of returning to my collection if I wanted them 
movies that I thought maybe would have a chance that maybe I just wasn't in the mood for. And they were all failed, failed, failed attempts. I, I tried True Grit, which is fine. True Grit is a, an okay movie, but in no way while watching it do I see or think of the Coen brothers. So without their voice in it, it's just an average Western and not a particularly special one, in part because I do not like the the way they decided to go with Jeff Bridges' voice. It's not that I can't understand him, but the mumbly I'm gonna go get the guy I guess if you count that, I killed this man Fuck, no. Don't like it. Uh-uh. But it's just, it's, it's, what, it's fine. It's fine, but as a huge Western fan, it needs to be a little bit better than fine. There has to be something, some hook to it, and there's just, there's no hook to it. Haley Seinfeld being good in it, not enough of a hook. Not enough of a hook. And she, I mean, she is the best part, and when she's dealing with people or whatever, that is, like, Jeff Bridges, I don't like it. Matt Damon, I don't like it. But when you have a scene like the one between Haley Seinfeld and the man who her father sold his horses to or bought the horses from and she's trying to get her money back and do all the stuff when they're doing the negotiation that scene is great that's probably the most Cohen-esque it feels like but other attempts at humor which I guess would be Cohen-esque they don't land at all there is the part where they're starting the journey. They're pretty early on in the journey. And he's at, I think, a Native American's home. And he just keeps kicking. Like, he goes in to the, the house. And he kicks the boy off of the, the railing. And then he comes out. And the boy's back up there and he kicks him off again. Something like that. I was supposed to find that funny. I was just sitting there emotionless, wondering what I was doing with my life. Then I watched The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. And I just cannot, I cannot find the enjoyment out of that movie. It's so hokey and corny and a bummer that I don't love it because I really love Errol Flynn. I love The Adventures of Don Juan, Captain Blood, the sea is it the seahawk i love every other thing i've seen him in i have not watched dodge city i believe it's called because i think that's the super racist one but i i really like him and i think he's a charismatic fella but the adventures of robin hood just it's it's too mm. and uh what's his name claude rains uh the invisible man I wonder if I'd like the movie more if it was in black and white because his red hair looks like dog shit. He is not a good redhead. They never, if that was the way his hair actually looked when in real life and not just for the colorization, boo, who fucking picked that color? It looks horrible. But I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. And then I, I tried rewatching Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I love Paul Newman. I'm indifferent towards Robert Redford it should be 
a really fun movie along the lines of the sting just seeing these two great actors play off each other and they are good together but it is not a good movie because there's there's just no point to it there's no plot it just manners about the whole time that's all it is it just fucking manners about and it's just after a point i get fucking so exhausted watching it because there's no you're sitting there wondering where it's going knowing deep down in your heart it's never going to be going anywhere and so why are you there why are you going for the ride and the answer is i'm not going for the ride i changed my mind reverse leave me alone and i watched maybe half of a wayne's world and that was that was enough that that movie does not have legs there is fun to be had if you are a Chicago, Chicago area resident, sure, which I am, if you didn't already remember that. And there's some really great jokes in it. It's one of the better SNL skit turned movies movie. Zizi. But it's just, it's an almost but not quite. My, my the, the only SNL movie I genuinely like is the Blues Brothers. And even that movie I don't think is that great. It barely makes the the mark. A, a large part of that movie's success is just due to the fact that it's got a lot of great musical numbers in it. And those are a joy to watch. And that also has the, the Chicago shitness to it. But... The one thing I'll say about Wayne's World is that it maybe has my favorite joke in any SNL movie. I do really like the the nun bit in the Blues Brothers where they keep swearing and she just keeps smacking them with her ruler. But when they're doing the green screen scene in Wayne's World uh, about the different places they're at, they're in Hawaii, they're in this place and that exotic place, then they end with Delaware and... Mike Myers, Wayne, just goes, hi, I'm in Delaware. And uh, Dan Carvey as Garth just does this very, very, very subtle shrug. It's hilarious. It is so good. It's, it's the perfect, it's the perfect joke. And, and Dan Carvey, I don't know if it was a Dan Carvey fan or a Garth fan. This time while watching it, all I could think was, holy shit, man. This is Garth's movie. Whenever Garth is on screen, when he's talking directly to the audience, whenever he's the the focus of a scene, it's dynamite. It is lights out. I don't, I don't ever call things that. I don't know why I'm using those words as descriptors, but those moments are all great. If I was just getting a Garth movie, I'd be in heaven. I'm not the biggest fan of Wayne, but Garth has just this wonderful, shy, endearing charm to him. So good. He he's he's the he is the highlight of the movie. Easy, easy, easy. But yeah, that that didn't that didn't make the mark. <laughs> the biggest surprise was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I thought I was gonna have a good time with that, but. 
the setup is drawn out and not funny, not fun, waiting for them to reveal that they're, they're spies and for them to also learn that each other are spies. I don't know if, I think it might have taken over a half hour to get to that point, and it was a fucking slog to get there. So, didn't even get there this this go around. I, I didn't I didn't need to bother because I could already tell I just don't care enough, and I remember it not ending that well. So there might be a solid second act in there that is preceded by a not great first act and a not great third act. That's it in terms of what I've been watching and what have you. I did try and return to Lost and I couldn't even get through one episode, so I don't know what the hell that means. I, I made it through nine episodes that first attempt and this time I couldn't even get through one. It is the episode where Saeed, is that his name? He's going off on his own after he I can't remember if he, he... Did he shoot? The one dude? Mr. <laughs> that dude? I, I think he may have shot him in the arm or something. Or he, he did something to him, and he felt so bad about it, so he left. And then he was caught by the lady who did the recording that they they found. And that episode, man, I, I just... Uh, I, I felt nothing watching it. And it was a bit of a bummer because I thought I'd be able to get back to Lost and enjoy it some more for its stupidity, but I just found it stupid. DT. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 it. Nothing else to report. Okay, let's get on to what I've been playing and call it a show. Starting with uh cube 10th anniversary so this is a game that came out at least 10 years ago the, the this version the 10th anniversary version came out i think a year or two ago it may be 2021 at this point since we're still pretty early in 2023 but it's been 10 plus years since it originally came out and if you don't remember what this puzzle game is. It's a first-person puzzle game that came out around the time of... It, it was when people were doing their own kind of portal-ish first-person puzzle games. You are a person in some facility, and you don't really know much about yourself. All you know is there are you have to do these puzzles and you're occasionally getting recordings from some one off in, in space who cuts in and out depending on the rotation or the, the, the rotation around where you are and whatnot. The way the puzzles work is that there will be objects in the environment that you can manipulate. Uh, there, there will be colored blocks in or colored parts of the environment that you can uh, raise up or lower, pull in, pull out. You will eventually be able to form cubes that you can then manipulate and move around. Parts of the thing that will springboard you. And it's all about just this reversing and, and initiating 
puzzling. I don't I don't really know how to describe it in a great way. But this 10th anniversary edition adds a fresh coat of paint to it all. I don't know if it adds any additional content to the director's cut that came out after the game's initial release. You've got commentary in there, which is kind of nice, but it, it was it was just okay commentary. But I, I like it being there. I wish more games did commentary because it's fun to hear the developers talk about their experience making the game and the process, all that kind of jazz. But it is quite the visual improvement. I was I was pleasantly surprised by how good it looks. There is texture pop-in at times, some serious pop-in when you first enter a room. That's a little bit distracting but once it is all in it's, it's, it's good looking it does suffer from a bit of the shiny-itis where they decided to along with increasing the fidelity and the lighting make a lot of shit just super fucking shiny that doesn't look that great there are areas in the later levels that are just super dirty and grimy and don't look that great compared to the overall clean aesthetic of the original release but overall it is quite the improvement i do i do wish there was some way of adjusting the settings or, or multiple modes that would lower the quality for better performance because it it may be, I'm not sure what the frame rate is, but I wish I could play it at a higher frame rate. The, the there, are, there are puzzles where you have to initiate an object to get propelled in the air, and then you have to very quickly pull out another part of the environment so that it'll land on top of that thing. And the, the, Movement is not super smooth, so it can be a little bit frustrating, especially doing it with a controller and analog stick. I wish I could get slightly better performance from it. It runs fine, it just, I like it at a higher frame rate. And I'm not sure what the, the frame rate in it is, if it's 30 or 60. I'm guessing it's 60, but having experienced 120, I would like 120 here. This is a game where I would definitely appreciate the frame rate boost. But it's, it's a, if you've never played it, yeah, do it. Why not? They have they have both versions. You can play the original version and those puzzles, or the director's cut with the expanded puzzles and additional content. And it's a good time. Very light on story but creative puzzles that get inventive. There are, there are six or seven areas. I think there are six main areas and like the seventh final area to go through. Not super long. And they do a really good job of pacing and doling out new ways, uh, new types of puzzles and new ways for you to interact with the environment and compounding old things you've learned with new things and making areas more and more elaborate. There are times where you'll have to set up a type of Rube Goldberg setup 
for an object, you, you'll, you'll have a button that when you press it, it creates a, a ball that will start rolling down slowly. And you have to figure out what you have to do to manipulate the various objects within this environment so that it'll follow its path and jump over this, move this way. You'll at times have to time things so that you will push the ball to get it onto a new pathway and just create this really intricate system that allows the ball to get from the starting point to a specific end goal that'll open up the next door to the next area. It's a really, really good first person puzzler. I liked it back in the day and I like it a lot today. I have not finished it because I have already played through it and even though it is short, I, I've got other things that I need to get around to, which includes Batora Lost Haven, an action RPG where you play a young woman in a post-apocalyptic future. I believe you are in London, though you don't have an accent, because I think at one point somebody said London. And there is an agent power within you. The Earth was almost destroyed, and you need to save the Earth because there's shit going on, bad shit is happening. And you are in the subway with your friend, and then you get sucked into this alternate universe where your inner power is about to get awakened. And this inner power consists of two different powers. One that is more melee-based, and one that is more range-based. They're, they're colored orange and purple, and you will fight enemies who are also of that color. And of course, orange attacks will do more damage to orange enemies and purple attacks will do more damage to purple enemies. The orange uh, correlates to the, the melee attacks, uh, your melee weapon, and purple is your energy thing and your, your range attacks. It's a very cool combat system in theory and it's from an isometric point of view. Fixed camera, you have no control over the camera. You can just zoom in a little bit or zoom further out in a very Hades-esque style, or of course Diablo, but Hades is something I get more of the vibe with. And I really, really wanted to like this game. I think the aesthetic is nice. It has a nice art style, some fun and cool character and enemy designs and just general creature designs. The game as I just said, looks pretty good and runs well, but it's incredibly talky, delivering so much story that isn't interesting enough. Uh, not not the characters in it or the story itself aren't interesting enough to hold one's attention, not my attention, and then. The combat is incredibly frustrating because there are when you when you attack an enemy or take damage yourself, giant numbers show up on screen. They pop up on screen. And there are also particle effects happening at the same time. What makes it all frustrating is that this all, all that visual clutter will in addition to just taking up the screen, it makes it hard to 
see when an enemy is going to attack because they will indicate when they're going to attack that allows you to dodge out of the way and what the fuck is my phone doing i'm just getting notification after notification after notification striking me because buzz 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 but all that visual clutter makes it hard to consistently see when an enemy is attacking so that you're able to successfully dodge out of the way so you can be attacking them and not know they're attacking and take damage and it's it's frustrating that you have to deal with that it's not something that ever poised a problem where i died i found the game relatively easy from what i played holy fucking shit phone what are you doing it's just pr 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 and shut the freaking frack up but i found that frustrating and then one of the things i hate a lot about it is that you do level up in the game but it's not a it's not a leveling system where you are able to put points into stats yourself you just get stronger inherently via leveling up however enemies scale alongside with you so they level up along with you meaning leveling is pointless and it serves no purpose there's no reason for it to be there since you can't win leveling up do anything to adjust the type of character or focus on this stat or that stat you're just getting stronger but also the enemies are getting stronger with you there, there's no improvement to it so why is it even there it, it it serves no purpose there's a rune system that allows you to improve stats but the combat isn't satisfying and the game just won't shut the fuck up so even though it's, it's on the shorter side I got pretty tired of it sadly yeah, that's Batora Lost Haven. We got we got one we got one Patreon question that I want to get to, and then we will call it a show. What did I do with Discord? I forgot I, I removed it and closed the dock. Ah, let's get to it, baby. Come on, Discord will open. I am hot, 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 hot. From Jedi. Is there any anime that you would consider going to an anime cafe for if they did one in Chicago? The answer to that, Jedi, is yes. And it's going to be a boring answer because it's going to be a just, hey, I, I would go to uh, one of these places if they had one of them here. Uh, though I don't know if I'd, I, I, I'd much rather experience this in, I, I feel like, this type of thing would not I don't trust I don't trust English speaking storytellers to really do a good job. But uh show again Roku Rakugo Shinju. And I say that just because I'd love to go to a cafe that has Rakugo in it, which is this form of storytelling. Uh that one that that anime is one of the greatest anime of all time. It has the best voice acting of any anime I've ever seen. It's incredible. And it, a lot of it comes down to those performances of Rakugo. But it is this form of storytelling where you just have somebody kneeling on a stage and they are doing multiple characters 
and they're telling a story. And it's so engrossing and fan fucking t- it's it's it would be amazing to watch that even it would be amazing to see that if i ever got to go to japan even without understanding what the hell they were saying because the the quality of you you can even if you don't know what they're saying the quality of the performance you can you can feel it and i would i would love to go to a cafe that has rakugo but uh, I've run out of steam because my phone fucking kept buzzing. So that just threw me off. And I, I'm, I'm getting real sweaty. So that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I'm Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to get all my links of import, you can do so over at pixelatedsausage.com slash PXS. That is pixelatedsausage.com slash PXS. And if you enjoy this here show or any of the stuff I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS. That is again. Patreon.com slash PXS. All the slashes and all the PXSs you could ever hope and ask for. But that way you can support me and my nonsense and also get access to the exclusive Discord channels as well as the ability at the $3 or higher tier to ask me questions in the question mark channel, which I may or may not answer on the show like I did with Jedi's question about anime cat. So that is appealing. If you just enjoy my stuff and you'd like to support me, show some support, you can do it that way. Or you can, you know, another way to support me as always is to share my show with others who you think might enjoy it. So whatever you choose to do, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it so very, very much. And I appreciate you for listening and enduring each and every one of these episodes and with that uh, once again blah, once again as always blah 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 thank you for watching or listening I hope you enjoyed this here episode I'm gonna check on these buttons that they were still right uh, I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and a lovely rest of your week so for now adios uh, Riva Derchi. Bye.